love. Awareness, wealth, rich joy, nourishment, creativity, creation. Ah. Discipline stoners! The gateway drug to mindfulness. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit. Welcome back to another episode of Discipline Stoners. I am your host, Eleven. My name is Winnie. And these are the blessings that we wish to infuse our interactions with you together with. How long were you recording for? We've been rolling for 45 seconds. Okay, great. So Good just a stuff. little bit, just a nice. couple of the last ones. But Yeah, just setting an intention for this. We pray over our episodes. We do. Just to set an intention, because anything should be an intention. And we talk so much about segment intending, um, so we better be who, doing, who practicing. Would, who would we be if we didn't practice what we preach? Exactly. Gotta drink your own Kool-Aid, am I right? Everybody grab your joints. I got a nice joint of uh, Larry OG. Mm, Cousin Larry OG. Cousin Larry OG. By Panorama, new to the Ontario market. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. We're about to light this up, but I'm going to bless it. Will you bless it for us? Mm -hmm. Just not too sloppy, though. I know. That's why I have to. Oh, wow. That's in there. Sorry, I just knee knocked you. <laughs> did you did it get extra sloppy because I knee knocked no, you? No, it's perfect. <laughs> You're perfect. Okay. It's perfect. Um, today on the table. Oh, grab your joints. Oh, now I'm lighting up, babies. I'm okay, grab up. your joints, your edibles, your drinks, your topicals. Time to get high. Let's go. Your bath bombs. Your. Oh, if you're getting in the bath. Dabs. You know. Your vapes. And I think that is, I covered everything that I know of. Okay, so let's get right down to brass tacks. What is Christ consciousness and what are we here to learn? Okay, all right. Just letting everyone know what we have on the table here. Oh yeah, here. let them know about our drinks first, then we we'll got... cover Christ consciousness. <laughs> okay, I just want to also touch on Christ consciousness, okay? Okay, and you know you're that's it because Ace comes around when you talk about Christ consciousness, so you he, know there's something there. He's achieved it. Um, okay, on the table, uh, in the, the glasses in the back here. On the table. Fresh Brita water. With affirmations on it. Yes, with affirmations on the Crystallizes into love and it tastes sweeter. We got um, Clear Mind. Clear Mind. From the... Doctor, Dr. Brew? Dr. Drew? Dr. Brew, kombucha. And Dr. Then we Drew, daytime medical television professional. Then we decided to add a little bit of raspberry leaf tea in the mix as well. Shout out Jenna. Yes, to support our hormones and also our throats and our vocal cords. Yeah, I went out Thursday night. And yes, I was talking to people. I was having a great time and they're wonderful. And it's always nice to uh, meet new friends and stuff, especially in the last circumstance, the last little while. You know, it's nice to meet new friends. And I was there with my buddy Jarrett from Proud FM. What's up, buddy? And uh, yeah, we're going to spin the song. 
and uh, new song only for the night. Thank you so much. So that's good. So yeah, I met met a bunch of his friends, and man, I was talking, and I freestyled for the table. I did my thing. It was so good. It was nice and and fun. But the next day, fuck, did I feel it? Yeah. In my throat. Wow. Yeah, it was hard. Yeah, we're out of practice. Yeah. Yeah, and we, over the past week, experienced the celebration of life. Yes, we did. We don't have to go into details or anything, but it was friend's mom, and it was, like, really, really special and, like, reminder that, like, life is temporary. Like, this, at one point, this, it is no more what you know now. And, like, that's just, like, a great reminder just to, like, stay in the moment of gratitude yeah you know it's like the person who was like uh a sort of guiding the ceremony just had so many bangers like talking about yes. how um like without to be without death is it like i don't even i can't even recall anymore but they, she was letting off some steamers yeah they just basically like we have we have to love like it death is such a a interesting reminder in the human experience that like we we must love that's what we came here to do don't you feel so alive when you love like when you and and like even other things like when you're first you know meeting someone and you have that lust is my knee okay here or is that going to bug you? I mean, you can ask me that or you can put together the fact that you're doing something new with your knee, tilted the chair in, leaning your knee off into my space underneath the table and the fact that I've bumped into it several times while trying to get comfortable. And you can calculate that and move accordingly or you can ask me if your knee's okay there. Well, I'd like I was having a great time <laughs> where I was sitting, so if my okay, knee isn't if you can't you adjust no, you to what's happening now I'm I've changed already, haven't I? Well, I I'll sit like this now, fix it. You know what? You can go back. I love this moment. I love this moment. You were just <laughs> saying that you needed to love. Yeah, and I agree with that. I love you. So I, I totally want to get back to what you're saying, but I also we forgot to give him a shout out last time. Loved by Hollis Ozone Oil. Because you mentioned love, and it reminded me of it. Yep. And it's so special. It is. It's. Um. I think we've mentioned it a couple times on the podcast, but you can you can put it on uh, scars. You can put it on bug bites. You can put it on burns. You can. I don't know put why it, on it works. Cuts. You can put it. I I use it on zits. It works better than anything, ever. You could totally sit back. I've changed here now. Please I'm go cool. back to where you were. I'm cool. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> Sorry, did that come off wild and harsh? No. Okay. I mean, maybe a little. I know, because we were talking about death and appreciation <laughs> of life and stuff, and then I come with a human problem, <laughs> and it's just, like, petty, and then you're like, but I have a higher perspective on it. See, we like to, in this show, <laughs> show how to do. Yeah. You know? We got to pr uh, practice what we preach. Yes, and that's... That's what we started with here, with the intention setting, practicing. Any time that we talk about a tool on this show for, like, manifestation or, you know, creating your own reality, it's really because we have either implemented it into our own routines 
or we're working to implement it. So it just helps remind us. <laughs> like in the split second when she was like, is my knee okay there? I like, I, I get a flashback and I'm like, I could have just said, yeah, you're good. And like moved on with the show. But there's yeah. like an explosive interaction because I am who I am. Yeah. And uh, it's just funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of this. We just like go through with it, like the impulse. And yeah. is Ace on you anymore? Yes, he is. He is? Okay. It's cool. Fantastic. Yeah, Winnie loves it. Winnie and if anyone ever sees me, time. I don't know. I do always make time for my animals, but if anyone ever sees me like uh, looking like I'm inappropriately touching my cat, it's not inappropriate. I'm squishing his belly. How it's would you be inappropriate? I don't know. Maybe I'm rubbing on his genitals or something. What would be the value of that? I don't know. Maybe I'm a creep. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you're throwing yourself under the bus for, for something no one's thought of. Well, I don't know that. I don't think that we know that. Okay, are we at a cannabis lounge right now? Because remember that? Remember, shout out Puff Mama. She had the Underground 420 Club. Yeah. And um, there was the Vapor Lounge also on Young. Like, before we became legal, it was so cool. You could go in somewhere and, like, sit down inside and smoke this fire. Yeah, that's going to be a thing for sure. It it's will. It's just going to take it. some time. Yeah. Okay, but I cut you off. You were saying something before I came in with this crazy knee nonsense. I just wanted to give the shout out to Love by Hollis. Well, we were we were talking about the ceremony of life and I was saying that like right. death, I think she's the the guide for this service um said something like death is like can be a reminder to live, you know, like should act as a reminder to live. Yeah. Like live every day. And while while you're living, you know, allow yourself to go through whatever emotion you're currently experiencing. In this case, it was grief. Mm -hmm. <coughs> yeah, it was nice. It was a good cry. It's interesting because we've been talking it's about sad. death a lot. I've been I've been thinking about death, like well, really like exploring it <laughs> for over a year though like i've i just started thinking about it one day and i was like and it's really consumed me not in like a, a obsessive way but really anytime i touch on the topic i just find it all so fascinating because no one wants to live forever like can you imagine can you imagine just doing this forever? That doesn't make any sense. I think at one time from like the Seth books and like some spiritual teaching stuff that I follow, like that stretches over lifetimes, it says like humans were at one point having very long lives and they said this is not optimal for the conscious expression yeah. experience. So, it so they were taking too long. It's like your <laughs> life progression <coughs> the human experience it's like you can come get like all the things like all the things i think if you get more than 100 years you're kind of just waiting around like you're like you come here as one time and you think it's fresh you come as a baby you're like i'm brand new i was nothing and now i'm something and you think you're like your dna's family lineage and you're told and indoctrinated into all this stuff and you become a human and live your life and once you do that, the basic fundamentals of becoming a being, you you can like express like swim the seas, 
fly the skies, taste the food, fuck the genitals yeah. of the thing you're attracted to, eat, you know, like do this shit, like listen to the music and watch the films and, you know, travel. Well, like, and, and then after it's, you're like, I'm good. I've got it. Yeah. I'll do it again. Go and come back. Yeah. And that's why love actually is at the center of all of those things, because that like whether you're meeting someone for the first time and it's like that like very surface kind of love where you're like this I am I am so attracted to you yeah I just want to spend all my time with you that that kind of love three months approximately or whether you're meeting a new baby of any kind if it's a human baby or a a a a pet baby that's right like that feels so big in your chest Mm. it's like Oh, I yearn for that feeling. I I live for that feeling. That's so good. And then the love of like a craft, like the samurai love I feel, like for musicians and like, you know, actors and crew members, it's like there's a deep like it's like what people feel in the military, like patriotic love. It's like yes. like you're you're an artist. I know what that takes. I know how hard that is. It's or like when you watch deep. something that moves you to tears because Ugh. You just like you 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 look at this piece of art and you feel so much about it, mm. and you like sometimes it fills you brings you to tears because you know how much work went into it, or sometimes it brings you to tears because it resonates on like a level that you can't even explain. Like yes. life is art. You're talking beautiful. about art. You're talking about art right now too. I noticed that too at the celebration of life. Everyone had a poem, a song. People, human beings, call up on art when there is in time of need to process and move energy. Try and mourn someone without a poem. Try and go through a breakup without a song. Try and go for a walk without a song. Like, you know? So when's the last time that you've, like, contributed to art? Art, like, all of what I seen was people connecting with art. Yeah. And when they go back to their normal life, I hope they're fans. I hope that they spread the message of their favorite artists because I see everyone getting really, really good value from artists. <laughs> and, like, that's fire because we live to do it. But also, I mean, I've been having this conversation with fans. I didn't got a donation over the past week just because it's like you can, like you send the message that you can really make a difference, you independent artists, whatever, or just, like, your favorite, you know, <laughs> poems. Like, give credit, spread it. Just like that art shit really saves lives. Absolutely. So you can like make make a difference in, in artists' lives too and like spread their message even or like hold their name up and continue to share. It's beautiful. Yeah, there's know, so much note. beautiful art. We have we know so many fucking talented yeah. artists. We always try and raise up our artists. Oh and and yeah, and learn. We're constantly learning by unraveling, by the reflection of what art gives us. We're like learning about ourselves and situations, and it's it's like a guide. It's like someone's gone through something, and they left a little note of wisdom on the other side for you. So when you're on the crescendo side of it, when it's manifesting, you have a little bit more of an easier heart in the middle of the storm. And when oh man, that just brought me to tears almost <laughs> Thank you. I think yeah like when you hear something or see something and you feel understood by it that's like the most 
calming thing that art can give you that other people can give you sometimes too but to like receive that rest your heart rest your ease your heart baby ease soothe yourself back to light and sometimes I mean, in my mood specifically, in the music I listen to, sometimes that's like angry vocals, you know? It's cathartic. It helps you move, and that's that's good, too. That's healthy, too. Mm-hmm. It's all good creative energy. So, Do you think art is always meant to be shared? I don't know. It depends on the think. artist. I think that art of any type, even if it's a single line on a page could be interpreted by somebody else and help them Mm. so if it's like the focus and intention of your art is to help free others or bring perspective to others or nurture others or give to others it's like you most certainly want to share your art you know if you feel really deeply called to do an art and you like do it really well and put in the time to practice to do it well and you know, you feel like <coughs> you're communicating something, you know? There's a certain part of an artist's journey where you're just yanking, but it's just because you're learning. You're building the skills. For me, it manifested, like, making songs that are just, like, rhymes. Like, r- like showing I can, like, rhyme the whole dictionary. Like, you know? Yeah. But it's like... I did a lot so of that what? with my crying and acting. <coughs> yeah. You're like, just... Yeah, I know how to be really emotional. You're yanking. I'm really good at it, Jazz too. musicians do it, too. Great actors do it, too, for a certain period of time. But when you get to the point when you're actually making the material that you're, like, hoping is connecting and, like, sharing a message, like, that's bigger than you, it's a... Uh, that's good. And, and when, you're nurture, when you're nurturing the universe like that, it does give back. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're persistent. Especially if you're consistent. Persistent and consistent. Sistent. Sis. Tint. I'm a sis. That's what Tyler Lemko, he's like, what's up, sis? Because it's funny, because straight white men are sis. Oh, yeah. Why did I say white straight men? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so used to saying, like, I I wear it like a badge of honor, like I'm a motherfucking villain in a movie, because, like, we're the absolute worst right now. Straight white men. Ooh. Even to me, I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) You're a fucking asshole. Well, a lot of them, you know, have been and are. But whatever, no, those guys, like, what was their name? Bradley? No, Bradley was a dick. It wasn't the straight white male. It was the fucking, you know, perhaps his privileges did lead him to some form of consistent, recognizable, uh, distasteful behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Often, like, around the realm of interactions with women like i've observed it like what is so gross about that i don't know but whatever see i'm just observing as an artist some guy could be like man that was awesome he's such a gentleman i didn't know how to speak to that lady because he did and it's like i felt like that was a little forced (laughs) but yeah i'm a sensitive boy i i lost you there what were you just talking about 20% 20% of people who are still riding with me, that's why we're fucking friends. Yes! Most people probably lost me. I went on a tangical. You gotta save me from my tangical rants. Fuck, I don't even know 
where what you're ranting about right now. I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> okay, we started watching the show, the LOL show. Yeah, last and Tom one Green laughing is fucking the, hilarious. The Canadian version. The Canadian version. They're like, dude. And when you guys, uh, you know, win, it will be a hundred thousand dollars to the charity of your choice. And everyone's like, yeah. And Tom Green's <laughs> like, I don't know, it's for charity. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so two of the best comedians in the world, like in history, I think. George are Carlin on this and Richard show. Pryor? Are on this show. No, Tom Green and Colin Mockery. Like, Colin Mockery is the motherfucking man. He I met him at that benefit is. concert. Yes. He is so good. Either one of those guys. I grew up watching him. Uh, whose line is it anyway? They just won't break. They just won't. Like They're if, professionals. If. I'm obsessed with this show already, and it we're gonna watch it once every week. It drops one episode once a week, and we're gonna watch the it. The most important date is Fridays at seven, EST, Discipline Stoners, new episode. Oh, when we're in LA, it's gonna be four. Whoa! Fucking trippy, buddy. Um, four o'clock. That's cool, right? Lo Get the after school crowd. <laughs> oh, we'll be dropped, and we'll be ready for four twenty, bitcholas. Friday, you know Friday after school. Remember school? Walk home. You walk home. You walk we home. We didn't do drugs in school, and we don't condone that. I did, and I do. I don't. Do drugs when you're later in life. Do drugs when you're later, man. <laughs> when okay. you are later, do it then. Do not do it early now. If I just want to say school. this about this show. So it's on record that this is what I believe. If Last one laughing's winner is not Colin Mockery or Tom Green. It's Tom Green. It's because they were either paid to leave the show and not win it, or they got bored and they decided that they were going to finish the show because otherwise it would never fucking end because they will never break. That's, that's, I needed to say that about the show. I got my skateboard here. When did you get that skateboard? I got it last summer. Because um, I said I need a hobby again. And how has your life changed since Fuck, you got it? so good. I rode it a couple times. It's so fun. It's just fun. It's like, ugh. I had a skater identity a little bit growing up. You know, rock rap had its phase for that sure. That would have worked out well. Said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for Now he's a superstar. Slamming on his guitar. We dropped a track. Yeah, we did. Earlier this week. Mm hmm. And so, yeah, this is my Santa Cruz blue board. And it feels real nice. Like, see how silent my wheels are? And I skateboard in the house lots, but I've gotten back to it. And. I don't know. I feel like I got a part of myself back that was like fun, like wanting to do things for fun. I, I first said, like, if I know one thing, I know that I know that yo, you cut in real quick. If I know one thing, <laughs> I, know I know that you snuck up on me there. I know because you weren't doing it on purpose. I know that was funny. You got me. <laughs> Bichola, that was awesome. I know that. Um, I don't know. But, uh, oh, yeah, I was like, I'm not going to be a professional skateboarder, like, post-30. So it's like, I can just do this for fun. Yeah, that's important. Pure fun. 
yep. pure nothing, no pressure. If I want to go ride it, I like just taking it down hills. Yeah. Like safe long hills. I've made some promo content even for us, the Tyler Lemko promo vid. Yep. And that was like I hold Ralph. Or I let him run with me. When it's sunny, he runs so much. He's awesome. such a good runner. I think I like biking like that. I love going for a bike ride. Oh, oh man! But but, I ha- but we did do it so much last year. We probably did we it like killed it. 300 days out of the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm even, my bike has a flat and I'm like, I'm just going to let it die. Oh, it's, no. I'm getting my bike back. Yeah. I love biking. Like, as soon as I don't need to wear a winter jacket anymore, fuck yeah. Biking? Biking. Yes. Yeah, it is true. You it get is fun. places so fast. On it, Well, in Toronto specifically, because parking is a bitch. Yeah. Because, um, because there's like these, if you've never been to Toronto, um, it's like the, the rock, it, it's the street. Train, truck, trolley, <laughs> trolley, train, track, streetcar, streetcar. Thank you. There's a streetcar. Because you've it's never a- been to Toronto, there's the street train. In case you've never been here, let me make this easier for you and tell you about it like this. <laughs> this track train, tr- tr- trolley track. <laughs> but it's on like these like train tracks, and it's in mm. the like primary lane of the road on most like large roads like downtown <laughs> like by large roads i don't know if he was any easier i'm high as fuck shout out that cousin larry og was that mi- that must have been mixed with something no man i had a touch of bc black uh yeah. landslide in it mac valley yeah miracle alien cookies valley landslide yeah does that have the lava cake in it yeah <sighs> the lava cake is what gets me I know. Makes me relaxed. I like it. I feel like I'm in a sauna right now. You know that feeling when you're in a sauna? Yeah, it's hotter than what we're experiencing in this moment. Well, of course, we're in Toronto. No one's allowed to be warm. Tell them about the streetcar again. (laughs) This trick trolley. It it is track driving down the road in the center lane. There's track. There's track. There's train train tracks back to biking that's what i'm trying to say there's train tracks in the road i have this um daydream track trolley where i live in los angeles and i ride my bike to work every day which is a um like a studio or something for the tv series that i'm on yes and um it's sweet because no one bikes in la but i've decided to and the the i like love the way to work you know the crew like, people respect you for it and also make fun of you and because um, they could never do it they and do. then i have uh i obviously have like a like a full bathroom and shower in my like area where you I got work. a trailer shower for sure at um, least because then i can get ready at work yeah um, before hair and makeup, that's you get a my daydream. You get a Sometimes. workout. That's your di- that's your life. Yeah. You get a workout. Yeah, life's good. I I daydream quite a bit. Do it, you daydream? I know dream. You know. Yeah. Okay. So same thing. You're just 
replacing the word with <laughs> day I, with no. I do it at <laughs> night. I do it in the day. I do it in the morning. Okay, so you dream. You dream, but conscious. You're you're conscious dreaming. I think dream. Yeah. I, do you? I does everyone dream. else? I be do that? dream. Go in a dream and just be. Like when you were Fabricate. a kid and someone knocked at the door and then you started singing just in case that person who knocked at the door happened to own a record label. And you were like, well, this is my one chance in case the person at the door owns a record label, I better start belting. <laughs> and then your mom's like, what are you? <laughs> just one sec, be quiet. <laughs> Mom, stop talking over my singing. <laughs> and I'm like, don't um, talk over my singing, Mom. Dancing with my baby in the summer rain. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Who was at the door just then, Mom? Did they say anything? <laughs> did they Did they ask who was singing? <laughs> okay, so I've always been a daydreamer. I'm curious if our listeners are daydreamers. Uh, drop that in the comments or message us. I want to know if you daydream too. I used to daydream all the time about being on the Ellen talk show. I still do until she started beating her staff. Now I, <coughs> just I have no, I, no comment. I don't know what happened. No comment. I'm just kidding. Um, I now I want to be on uh, Be Real's podcast. <laughs> um, Smokebox. Yeah. Well, he doesn't do that one anymore. What? Well, the, it used to be his primary one, but then he brought on some co-hosts. Aww. <coughs> and now they just like. <coughs> Cholos just like sit in a in a room, chilling, smoking, being dope dudes. And oh man, I, I love it. I love the new show, but I miss the element of um, just chilling in a car. Yeah, I love it. Like I low key want to steal the idea if it's like, hey, B, do you mind if we try a version of this? Would that be hack if we took that idea? But like. He had nice lowrider cars. He abandoned too. that idea. Yeah, like he just doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> We're fans and we want it back, so we just want to do it now. We'll probably do that. Like we'll do segments in Los Angeles where this is mobile. Like this is a H, that's right. You know, so it's like we'll pull up and Stevo's doing it that way. Yeah, we're fucking killing it. <laughs> And uh, get a couple cameras. So did our episode ever go up last week? Yes, it did. I followed up. Because remember uh, we left it uploading to go to Celebration of Life. Then we went to Costco and then I came back yes. and I finished the completion of the upload. Yes. There must have been some pending time issue with the publication or uh, population to publishing the uh, episode to Spotify specifically. Because just the audio showed up everywhere else. So... I wrote Anchor about it. Shout out Anchor, good people. And uh, they pretty much just told me to re-upload re it. So instead of deleting it, I just went to the Anchor page and like re-upload re it. And uh, Thank you for doing that. That worked. Yeah, you know. I'm Has anyone watched us on Spotify? Because we're early adapters. We are. Yeah, just like they gave it to Joe first. And then they they like rolled out some podcasts that were like, I don't know, maybe everyone working with Anchor did or if it's a certain amount of plays or something. I don't know. But they were like, congratulations, you've been selected for early video access. 
So like you can sweet. watch watch us on spot on your Spotify app now, which is trippy. If that if that is just a general release and they added that message to boost enthusiasm, it worked. Yeah. Good job, yeah. Spotify. Because I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'll export twenty five gigabytes into MP four and upload it here so it can like and it looks fucking awesome. On YouTube you can do like the twenty one hundred P thing, like yep. double ten eighty P. Uh, 2160 I guess ha ha math <laughs> and uh, then Spotify it's fucking crispy too it's like television do you think that you would be able to do a long division do math equation successfully right now yeah like one with multiple numbers not just like did you six call me, divided by two did you call me Diego <laughs> when <laughs> I went to school with a guy named Diego who ended up playing like semi-professional basketball. It's cool. Nice. Congrats, Diego. Yeah. Serbian. Nice guy. <coughs> what about math? I was just inquiring. I once facilitated a walkout in my math class because I got kicked out for no reason. Do who? How many people went with you? Like half the class. Class was like 25 people. It was like 12 people. Wow. 13 people. That's big. Yeah, we all just filled up the hallway until the principal walked down the hallway. Then we just fucking ratted out the teacher unanimously. It wasn't just me alone this time. Although I used to spend so much time <coughs> fucking <coughs> put me in those little rooms in the office, in the nurse room. Did you have detention? Yeah, all the time. What was detention for you? I don't know. They'd tell you to do something, but you just wouldn't do it. I think I got detention once, but I can't remember why. They just ask in high school. Most of them would be like, nah. But then they just wouldn't let you in class if you didn't show up to detention several times the next time, and then you just end up skipping that class. It's like the skills teacher. What the fuck is skills? It was just a bunch of, like, the bad kids in one class who was supposed to, like, work on general stuff, like, at a certain point in high school. And that was, like... I don't know. You could just skip that class. But, like, there was planning. I guess planning was supposed to help you. But, like, what? What did you teach me? Absolutely okay. nothing. Okay. Right now, if you can adjust the grade 9 through 12 high school curriculum, you have five classes. What are they? Go. Creativity. Personal discipline. Finance, physical discipline or physical activity, and math. Math? Yeah, you do need basic math. Yeah, but we're in high school now, so you probably know oh, basic yeah. math. Okay, um, then I don't know. I don't think another one's really, like, creativity's already there, so you can choose music or whatever. So I, I don't even need five then. Fuck math. Because, yeah, I dropped out of my... I, I'll I add one to yours. Please. I want a fucking chores class. I think motherfuckers need to learn how to do chores and organize shit. Well, how did I say finance and not consider that math? Yeah. I'm a stupid stoner. <sighs> you met those were one and the same. What do you think, though? What? Math and finance. Oh, I thought you meant stupid and stoner. 
No. That's good, of course. I'm just kidding. That was me perpetuating the stereotype right there. Self-awareness point. Ding. Go. Okay. So I think that it would have been helpful to have a class where you, like, learn how to clean a toilet, do some laundry. Home ec. Home ec. No, home ec is, like, sewing and shit. Yeah, but real home ec. Like, home. Yeah, like, actually, like... Hey. More like social home, real home. Yeah. Chores is good. Chores would be a good name for it. Just give it learn, real names. Learn, give tips on how to organize your fridge. Talk about what you're putting in your fridge. Talk about. Um, how if, come we don't know anything about nutrition when we leave and we all gain weight in college because we're like, oh, we can eat cheese quesadillas every day. Well, this is where physical activity, there would have to be a nutritional element involved with it. And there would have to be some sort of accountability and goals. Why? I don't know. I just don't know. Winnie controls me. <laughs> I feel policed. <laughs> I just... What, there's bacteria and stuff. Where? On your finger. From what? From all the sex we've been having Holy. lately. <laughs> I love it. Facts. Bangeranger. Jeez, oh, just totally diverts bales, just gives me an out, and just works every time. Yeah. We have been having great sex. <laughs> That's true. Oh, fuck. What is this episode? I love it. I, I want to call this one the bouncy castle. That's what it feels like. We've been all over the place. I napped and didn't meditate since I got up. Did you have a bouncy castle ever? Ever? Like, own one? No, like at a party or something. Did you ever go in a bouncy castle? I've been in one. I don't think I've been in one. What? My memory suggests that I've, I have, but I what? think it's just because I've seen it on TV and your memories you can't trust. So I think that I placed myself in a scene Do you that remember I saw in TV. How your socks felt on it? It's your feet. No. Okay, well, then you haven't been in one because that's the most thing. It's like, are my socks. Should I have taken my socks off? Like, this is the I think I would in like socks in a bouncy castle. I know, but you'd be surprised of how much it wears on your socks, and then your socks get dirty and uncomfortable and gross to wear. You kind of wish that you would have taken them off before getting in there with your shoes. Oh, boy. It's a real... See, that's the conundrum. So if you if you had that sort of problem, if you had that blessing and that gift in order to receive the curse of that problem, then you would remember that shit. But if you didn't have that experience and emotional awareness attached to that experience, then you probably did not have that experience. I do remember uh, for sure I've been in the ball pit at McDonald's. Remember the smell of it? Kinda, yeah. Plastic, thick yeah. plastic and french fries. And then sometimes you just yeah, lay like in oil. there. Yeah, oil, and you turn your head to the side and look at a ball, and it would be so greasy, and you could see your reflection in it, and it was greasy because some kid shoved a bunch of fucking saturated fat-covered potatoes in his face and went, I'm going to go play and touch things, and then just went in the ballroom and fucked around, and sometimes kids shit their pants and started crying in there, and their parents <laughs> would, have, would have to dive in and fucking scoop them out and play fucking Frogger with, like, their shit dripping out and like other kids would be like look at their parents to see if they could stay in the ballroom and someone's dad would be like 
well, is there any shit in there? <laughs> and then they'd be like, no, I don't think so. And like some McDonald's staff member, poor fucking bastard making like nothing, would have to come out and be like, oh, I heard someone had an accident. <laughs> and uh, get, Fuck, this is a vivid memory. You know? It was, I don't it was, remember it like that. I this just hap- more remember how I felt in the balls. <laughs> just can't stop thinking about sex. I love it, too. I can't stop thinking about how you felt in the balls, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but seriously, if we ever had, like, a big Discipline Stoners event, I'm talking, like, like, a metro convention center type thing. Like, we're talking fucking renting out ballrooms. I would want a giant ball pit for adults. That would be the primary reason why we'd want the big ballroom. And Bouncy Castle. I want I want to get adults in as many bouncy castles as possible, and <laughs> well, here's you- the thing. Thank you. Discipline Stoners is is focused around wellness, and wellness is like flow practices, fun personal this exercises. This is what I was gonna say. Yeah. The other thing that I wanted at this event, this makeup make believe event. It's not a make believe event. We're planning this right now. Is um, uh, an anger room or one of those. A beat shit up room. Yeah. I like it. Go in there and beat the shit out of the... Fucking I fuck did that. shit up. I went to one of those. You don't want to see me angry. Um, And it was so nice. We were all... It was four four or five girls. I can't remember. And we were all like a little bit um, timid at first. And... You were like... what? Well, first you were like... You were like, huh. You know, yeah. You're like, huh. you're kind of laughing at it. But then you fucking let Find yourself go. Find the rage. Find the rage. And fucking smash the shit out of something and break shit and scream. And you're exhausted afterwards and it feels so good. That's how you get ripped. Fuck, I, it, and oh man, I actually, the other day, I was like, I could use like a rage room. That ra- that's what it's called, rage room session. Rage room sesh. Just to fuck shit up. What a good idea. Thank you for that to that place. They had like archery and stuff and then they had this rage room. We need to accept that we have tendencies to want to be explosive and emotional and if we can assess that and give ourselves a safe playground to express that. Mhm. Then you're winning. We're yeah. we're slowly, you know, moving upwards and away from violence, at least towards each other in the third dimension. Maybe it goes to video games and sends past that. But like, you know, it's nice to get it out. It's yeah. nice to do something like that's why martial arts is fun. You know, yeah. fighting, boxing, something cathartic, like to actually just move. Because our bodies do have the ability to do it. Like, you feel this natural, raw thing, even if you're like fucking chopping wood or something. But, like, yeah, beating the shit out of something, you're just yeah. like fucking. Rah! <laughs> like, yeah. it's so in you somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I highly suggest. Ralph is looking so fucking he cute right now. Is it's looking crazy. Us. Both oh. of us. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to do a picture. You know what I realized? I'm wearing the same shirt as I did in the last one. When? Ralph, I'm going to get a picture of you too because you're so fucking cute. I have yeah. Ralph tattooed on me. Do you guys understand that? Do you think that you love your dog? How much? Go get a tattoo of him. You know what I'm saying? I'm being a silly boy. 
No, you can't ever compare. It's too cute. It's a nice dog. It it's very smoky, but it's just the light. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, the light's facing us. And Ralph's just like our director. Ralph's like, yeah, yeah, yeah keep, keep talking about sex. It's funny. <laughs> the kids love it these days. Oh, okay. We had little brisket sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. Cheese sandwich. Oh. Yeah. Cheese sandwich. Yeah. Cheese sandwich. I just don't believe that he, he couldn't win if he wanted Tom, to. Tom, Tom Green's a winner, okay? Tom Green's a winner. Could we have him on the show? I would love to have Tom Green be, be on an episode of Discipline Stoners. That would be unreal. It would I be wouldn't... amazingly real. He would. I'd have all the questions for him because I've been a fan since like the beginning of time. Yeah, you really fucking love him. I have, like, ever since we've dated, right? Like, it's one of the videos I watched. Like, yeah. ever since I was a kid, I used to go up to people in grade six and grade seven. We'd go to the 7-Eleven on number three road in, like, Blundell or something in uh, in Richmond, British Columbia. And uh, it, it totally... Freddie Got Fingered and watching his MTV show sparked my creativity and courage to use, like, this... I'm like... <laughs> I have all this creative energy and like this wild confidence and like a little bit of aggression, but like it could be used as real comedic confidence. And uh, he was like, really, really made me guttural laugh. Like he was like the Andy Kaufman of my time. And I used to go to 7-Eleven and stand outside and uh, from the movie, how he escaped the security guard and Freddie got figured, he's like, is this shoe right there? It's called shoe right there? It's called mm -hmm. Japan Four. Japan Four. It's shoe right there? It's shoe right there? It's, it's Japan Four. It's shoe right there? And and there's like, what? What is shoe? And he's like, it's a closed door. He's like, it's okay. I'm here to see Karen. <laughs> like, and he's bursting the door. So I practiced just like getting in buildings like that. And we used to stand at the 7-Eleven. And as people got out of their car and walked to the the door of 7-Eleven, I'd like walk up to them and be like, it's called a shoe right there? It's a shoe right there? It's a shoe right there? right there and they'd be like what 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 and we just fuck with people and like people would be like you're crazy and like it was so fun we were just like so inspired he to did cause that, havoc like you probably stopped doing that when you were like 25 <laughs> <laughs> you saw like, me do that right yes you did that with me all the time i love doing i and should do that again people would be like huh <laughs> 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 oh shit i forgot that you knew about that <laughs> yeah. they'd be like huh and then he'd just keep walking and i'd be like oh fuck you really <laughs> fuck you man i have to just like smile at this person now and, and follow you dude here's what it would be by the time when he saw me do it i i was so familiar with doing it as just a little neighborhood renegade that I used it as a tool by the time I was with Winnie. So, like, for whatever I lack in size, I make up for in mental cunningness. <laughs> so, if I need to stop someone, there's always an emergency or something that they need to attend to. So, if we were walking and I was just like, wanted to divide their attention, I'd be like, she's right there. And they'd be like, what? And I'm like, she's right there, she's right there. And they're like, what do you mean? And I just <laughs> continue moving away. And they're just like, <laughs> and also one that you could do is if someone was walking too close behind you you could duck pretend that something was there i learned that from just for laugh gags you could like there's so many ways just to divert attention in public just to like make your way and move on and i just like 
so funny. Leaving people confused is one of my favorite things to do. I walk away going, <laughs> yeah, I kill it. Fuck, one time my friend Morgan prank called. I would never, anything that made me feel uncomfortable that I could get in trouble Let's for, prank call I would someone right not. Now. And she prank called a random number and got their answering machine and she fucking talked about how she like just got her period <laughs> like so much just so much and she was like hey please like call me back or whatever and i guess there wasn't like call i guess we had just started ca the call the caller id like some phones had caller id but you could dial something beforehand to make it private well, we didn't do that. Oh. And this sweet woman calls my house back like the next day or two days later and gets my dad and is like, hey, like, I, I think your daughter left like the, a wrong mess, like a, a message that oh. was meant for someone else on my machine. Like she was so sweet. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God, it was Morgan's current call. Oh but um, yeah, there's a little little uh, story about me from back in the day dude i love crank calls this is one by ed, ed hey, bass master the Guno pig on it's craigslist gone. it's gone yeah it passed away hello hello pete hey i'm calling about your craigslist for the couch yes sir yeah it's a cat uh I love seat couch. It's a couch couch. It's got no. It's the seat three or four people. Oh, and then, okay. uh, got a got a recliner too. Oh, a recliner too. Oh, mm -hmm. they match. They match. Really, and it's in it's in, in um, good shape too. <laughs> well, I mean, they're in good shape. I had a. Uh, uh, a golden retriever. Okay. That scratched it up a little bit. But other than that, yeah, I hate and, listening to that. I, mean, I want to call and do one right now. It makes me feel so... Can I do one? Absolutely not. I want to do one on the air right now. No. Okay, I'm going to do my own, like, as a 11 rips. I'll give you guys one in, uh, one in private. Should we just call a pizza place and I'll fuck with it? Absolutely them? not. All right, let's find an ad. Let's find a classified ad. No. Or let's just randomly call a number. No. Any number. I don't like this at all. Come on, let's try. No, thank you. Let's do six, four, seven. I'm going to leave. I will walk out don't of this leave. apartment. Just I'm try. serious. Evan, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Okay, okay. I won't do it. I won't do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I won't. You know what I will? <laughs> Smoke the weed, we eat the weed, we drink the weed, we see the weed, we vape the weed, we are the weed, we bake with weed, so far with weed, we smell the weed, we grind the weed, we roll the weed. Now on our Spotify. Rub the weed, we dab the weed, we pass the weed, straight fab with weed. And I don't even care if you smoke, you smoke. Gotta give it up to the dope For Marley and Carlin alone For me when I'm home in my zone Creating these songs Keeping the stoners disciplined When we chat on the pod Walk around town Professing I'm God But so are you That's the truth yeah, yeah. Eleven, you're wrong And I'm on the wave Like I'm getting paid I'm unaware of minimum wage I say what I say Some statements are made But then we okay Because we ain't afraid To talk it out Yeah, just like this And I never fly unless I'm
some high ass shit Smoke to my brain becomes bionic I hold up a joint and it be like this Rolled up nice and lit at the tip I know I'm hype but I'm high as a blimp Okay, I love you again Ah, you're hot You, you, you used to get angry and now I wanna lay low That's just a little taste of our new Ooh. hot track First track by Discipline Stoner is birthed from making eggs. Literally, yeah, let's tell that story. That's brilliant. <laughs> this is a perfect time to tell that story. So, um, naturally, we had a bunch of sex <laughs> this morning, and then after I made egg sandwiches, and as, <laughs> as you started it. I know, <laughs> so, um, and then I was thinking, well, every time I make something, especially something special, like a celebration type meal, uh, or something cool and cute, it's a special day. We grind the weed, we roll the weed, so kind of I kind of put on the music that inspires the type of cuisine that I want to make, so I, I put on like kind of like French jazz happy cafe music, so I can make these nice like... Uh, multi-grain rye like double egg you know mayo sandwiches like beautiful very European so I put on this jazz and I made him and like I we were just about to eat and when he starts like just singing her hook along to this jazz piece that originally starts like this And then you'll hear the transition there, and then you'll hear I flip the beat. Oh, okay. So I sampled it and looped it. Here we go now. We smoke the weed, we eat the weed, we drink the weed, we see the weed, we vape the weed, we are the weed, we bake with weed, so far with weed. I don't even care if you smoke, you smoke, you gotta give it up to dope for Marley and Carlin alone, for me when I'm, Woo. it's just bars, it's just fun. It's a straight banger. It's, it's top hit material. Yeah, so Ev made this beautiful food, we ate it, it was delicious, then we lit up a joint, and then we also had this drink. We got creative and productive. Oh yeah, what drink do we have? The... XMG, I think it's called. It was watermelon. Yeah, so we were smoking weed and drinking weed, and then the beat just, like, came to me. You sang it to jazz. Yeah. Then I slowed it down, and then you made it. And then we made our first hit single. Oh, gosh, it's good. And it's on our band camp now. You can get it, get it, get it here. <laughs> on YouTube, there's a thing for you to get it. Get it here. Enjoy it. Love you guys. Oh, Okay. What you got for us, got for us? Do you got a fun fact for us, Winnie? What you got for us, got for us, got for us? What you got for us, Winnie? You got a fun fact, you got a fun fact, you got a fun fact, fun fact for us. You got a fun fact, you got a fun fact, you got a fun fact for us, for us, for us. Got a fun fact, fun fact for us. In 1978, Eight. 
the United Nations awarded Bob Marley a peace medal in recognition of his advocacy for disenfranchised blacks around the world. He received the medal from African delegates to the United Nations in a ceremony at the Wardolph Astoria Hotel in New York City. Wow, cool. And this is such a sweet photo of him. Look at how sweet he (laughs) is. I mean, is it fucking sweetheart, power powerhouse sweetheart? Same time. Yeah. Mr. Marley, that was that was cool that your fact correlated with the shout out of my verse. I know. Yeah. The the first bars. I don't know if you heard it with the beat. Is. Creepy serial killer. <laughs> sound in the in the staircase hallway <laughs> oh is that that's the, the hallway. hallway yeah that's why we're lucky that the studio's on this side is that so if you ever hear something from there oh man they're trying bizarre like you're I'm about to go I'm about to go see what's up in this hallway that was a great fun fact, Winnie. Thank you. I'd like to read something from uh, our Neville piece. Oh, yes. That we've we're been chipping away We're at. doing the Neville series. Did we? We yeah, did. We did for Eric. Okay. Freedom for all. The law of creation. Let us take one of the stories of the Bible and see how the prophets and writers of old revealed the stories of creation by the strange Eastern symbolism. We all know the story of Noah and the ark, that Noah was chosen to create a new world order after the world was destroyed by the flood. The Bible tells us that Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The first son is called Shem, which means name. Ham, the second son, means warm, alive. The third son is called Japheth, which means extension. You will observe that Noah and his three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, contain the same formula of creation as does the divine name of Jod, He, Vau, He. Noah, the father and the conceiver, the builder of a new world, is equivalent to the J-O-D, or unconditioned consciousness, I am. Shem is your desire, that which you are conscious of that which you name and define as your objective, and is equivalent to the second letter in the divine name, He. Ham is the warm, live state of feeling, which joins or binds together consciousness, desiring, and the thing desired, and is therefore equivalent to the third letter in the divine name, Vow. The last son, Japheth, means extension, and is the extended or objectified state of bearing witness of the subjective state and is equivalent to the last letter in the divine name, He. You are Noah, the knower, the creator. The first thing you beget is an idea, an urge, a desire, the word, or your first son, Shem, name. Your second son, Ham, warm, alive, is the secret of feeling, by which you are joined to your desire subjectively so that you, the consciousness desiring, become conscious of being or possessing the thing desired. 
Your third son, Japheth, is the confirmation, the visible proof that you know the secret of creation. He is the extended or objectified state bearing witness of the invisible or subjective state in which you abide. In the story of Noah, it is recorded that Ham saw the secrets of his father, and because of discovery he was made to serve his brothers Shem and Japheth. Ham, or feeling, is the secret of the father, your I am, for it is through feeling that the consciousness desiring is joined to the thing desired. The conscious union or mystical marriage is made possible only through feeling. It is feeling which performs this heavenly union of father and son, Noah and Shem, unconditioned consciousness and conditioned consciousness. By performing this service, feeling automatically serves Japheth, the extended or expressed state, for there can be no objectified expression unless there is first a subjective impression. To feel the presence of the thing desired, to subjectively actualize a state by impressing upon yourself through feeling a definite conscious state is the secret of creation. Very dense. Very dense. When I step up in the place, it got a different just of way. I don't know my own lyrics. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't care. I can make them up and sing them when I'm in the fucking nice. place. You can book me for a reasonable price today. When I mean reasonable, I don't mean cheap or less for me. I mean, inevitably, you who will have a good deal because I give 150% every time. That's just what I do, even if it's nine grand. <laughs> Uh, that was beautiful. Thank you for reading that. You're welcome. It is my pleasure. So there's, uh, there's, there's the J-O-D. You said J-O-D, but I imagine it was G-O-D. No, it was... It, overall, it is... The, the, the idea, the thought, then connecting with the feeling... And then being aware that you are the manifesting creator and that you have the extended help from source. Yes. There you go. Boom. Thoughts. Those were the cold notes. Feelings. Just being. Shut the fuck up. Is it Colds Notes or Coles Notes? It's Colts Notes, I believe. It was a gentleman named Colts who came Chad's up with the idea of notes. notes. Is it Stevens? Brigade? Is it is it Jimmy's discussion? Is it Joanna's coffee house gathering? You know you know when there's social situations and you can kind of tell that someone's like the gatherer or the boss or the main point? Yeah. And anytime that person asks me a question, I'm just like, This is your cult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a crazy guy who just says things and then they're like, That's so funny because it's true and I'm like, Yep. I'm sure that they like that role that they play oh, in that cult. Of course, <laughs> dude. If you serve a community, they love you. This is so beautiful. Look how this spins like this so easily. So wanna, that was another episode of Disciplined play, Stoners. What? Want to play Spin the Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Ah, it pointed right at me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me every time, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you every time, bitch. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, no, that wasn't at me at all. But it did point at me that first time for realsies. Oh, for sure. I seen it. 
I seen it. We can, you can rewind right now. Well, good thing we're recording this. Rewind. What's the coolest thing that um, you remember happening um, at a mall? <laughs> <laughs> At a mall? Yeah. Oh, I don't freaking know. You don't even condone malls. I don't know why I asked that. I'm I I mean, probably something at Spencer's. Oh, man. Remember Spencer's? Lava lamp. Or I, had a, I had a lava lamp. Did you? Yeah, I had a lava lamp. I had a bunch of cool lamps that I honestly would totally dig if we had in our home now. now. Yeah, mm. let's do that. Let's let's is Spencer's a thing? Are malls things anymore? I had the one, the lamp that was made up of a bunch of little fibers or something like yes. plastic. It was called fiber optics, and it was soft. Yes, soft to touch. Yes, and it was so beautiful. Fiber optic, and it changed lamp. colors. Yes, and I, it mine looked like was, round. Um. Well, mine was actually like a like flower arrangement yeah. of sorts. Yeah, exactly. Like, but if you if you scooped them all together, it was like this, and then you'd let them go, and then the tips would glow. Yeah, but yeah. mine was like more controlled than that. Okay, I get it. You had a different one than everyone else. Yeah, and it was beautiful, and I would totally have it again if I ever found it. There's a couple of things I would have again, too. <laughs> Okay, this has been great. Hey, this has been. A this has been groovy. What did we? What we're gonna call this bouncy castle? This has been a fairly decent episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're probably gonna come back at least one more time to see if it gets better. Yeah, you're at least. <laughs> if this is your first episode watching this, you're at least gonna be like, there's potential. Yeah. Yeah. So um, um, watch our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> We'll point out the ones that are like real bangers. <laughs> yeah. um, episode seventy-seven we is eleven. A redneck. We should though have like a a um, guide. We should do a rating system. What would this episode get out of ten? I'd give it a seven. We should do like a greatest hits. Well, we have to do the compilation of your facts. I know, but that's a whole different. That's a that's a video on its own. That's a whole other project that we will need an intern for. So let us know if you're going to be in the Los Angeles area. Next year, and if you want to be a Discipline Sonners podcast intern. Ba-da-ba. Ba-da-ba. <laughs> okay, favorite swimming pool moments. Favorite swimming pool moments. Um, I have one scary pool moment where I... Scary? Yeah, well... Don't scare the yourself. the first one that came to mind Don't where scare I yourself. was scared about breathing. Don't be scared. Yeah, I couldn't breathe for just too long. It was just too long that I couldn't breathe. I had come off of a water slide, and someone else came on top of me and pushed me down further. What the fuck? Into the pool, and it was too long for me not to have air, so I got very panicky. So that was one pool. Um, I also remember having a great pool time at the Wave Pool in Red Deer with my best high school friend, Ashley. Oh. And um, that was fun because wave pools are fun. And oh yeah, this one time, um, my opa had a pool in Spain, <clears throat> and 
One time, I always used I always used the floaties on my arms to swim. Cute, Winnie, Winnie, cute all time. But how old were you? Fifteen? No, I was much younger than that. I was making a humorous statement, (laughs) explicitly to have a laugh. Okay, that was good. Thank you. Um, and my, it was my first time showing my opa that I could swim without those floaties because we'd go to Spain like on a sort of yearly basis generally to oh, see them. Everyone knows what that's about. And Your grandpa having a swimming pool in Spain. Mm. You know how that old chestnut goes. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and I remember he acted so afraid. He was like, you, what are you doing? Did you perform for him? Yeah, for sure. Do you love him? And he was like, oh, my God. And I just remember feeling so great. Uh, Like, that's the coolest feeling. He loves you. Yeah. Yeah, I love that that man. Lil Winnie's cute. Yeah. How old were you? I must have been young. Like two? No, like seven, maybe. I was way off. Yeah, two. (laughs) Two and you're swimming by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, no wonder he a was two concerned. Two-year-old's arms are so... They can't even get floaties on a two-year-old's arms. And then the grandpa's like, you remembering it as him pretending that he was <laughs> scared. He was actually like, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's okay. Okay, yeah, you were seven, so you were like splashing and kicking and being like... Ooh, this is kind of hard, but it's not really. Yeah. Because you knew you yeah, could do it. Yeah, it's the best. Remember lying like that as a kid? That same year. Lying. That same year, I, I trapped a, like a little <laughs> gecko lizard. A gecko. Um, under a cup. From the gecko? But I did it too hard, and I chopped his tail off. Oh, <laughs> but they grow back, so it's all good. I started Bawling. I could not believe that I had done that. And then my Oma was like, they grow back. It's fine. And I was like, are you sure? I, I destroyed this thing. And that must have hurt, though. <laughs> Yo, just like, you chopped its fucking tail off? Yes. How? I By slamming to, like, a cup yeah, down? And then I guess I didn't think about Mutilation by edge of cup. Fuck, jeepers. And you were just like, crunch. Was it like a bug? You must have felt the vibration. You felt the vibration of like <laughs> fucking severing. <laughs> it wasn't cute. Oh, did it bleed? It wasn't fun. No, I can't remember. I do can't lizards bleed? They have cold blood. Like, what do you mean cold blood? Like lizards, reptiles, reptilians are cold-blooded creatures. They're not mammals. Okay, is their blood actually cold? It's physically cold. Touch them. You touch Ralph, he's warm. Touch a fucking... Fish? Yeah, touch a fish. (laughs) Same thing. (laughs) Or a lizard might be a little bit easier to touch. Or a snake. They're cold. Well, this has been interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. How many of these do we have, really? Like though? four. Yeah, I would say that, too. I would also say that. 
Well, so, we'll have a Zagat review gra- guide, but sometimes people just like getting silly with us, I swear. Getting silly with us. Na, 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 getting silly with us. Na, 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 getting silly with us. So look forward to the music video for our new hot fire track. It's going to be coming and we're going to be fucking silly in it. And it's dropping on Winnie's um, YouTube channel, um, our YouTube channel, the home of Discipline Stoners on here. Um, guys, make sure just to, like, play our episodes in the background, please. Like, like just keep them on at your home uh, in the background while you just do stuff. Thank you all. And we can um, pretty much just, like, hang out all the time. It's pretty much like we live together. Thank you to all our listeners, any newcomers, welcome. Yeah. Uh, drop a little note, a little comment if it's your first time watching the video on YouTube. And if you could give us a review, that would be incredibly uh, excellent. Yes. And greatly appreciate it. Thank you so on much. On Apple Music, yeah. Reviews helps. Like and subscribe. Or, or give us five stars on Spotify, too. Five stars on Spotify. Or subscribe on Spotify. Um, follow on Spotify. Yeah, subscribe on YouTube, please. Um, ultimately, like, yeah, share. Share, that would be nice. Yeah. You know, engage with us. We really appreciate the community. And we see you guys. We see the... We see our little core hang we that we see got who, going on here. Who we see who does refuse. You. We're so. tracking you. We're like the CIA. <laughs> we know where you live. Just kidding. And um, be well, be love. Yeah, check out our new song on Bandcamp as well. Just saying. But also, you can stream it here uh, for free or on your Spotify. We smoke the weed, we look the weed, we fuck the weed, we love the weed, we love the sex today, We had brisket sandwiches today. Yo, are we going to keep this going? <laughs> Put them out of their misery, Win. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Be good. I'm still just rolling a joint. Right, okay. So um, my mom said something super funny today. She was like, um, my dad was like, oh, I want to marry you in our next life. <clears throat> and my mom was like, well... Be your best more. (laughs) (laughs) Do your best more. Do your best more. And I just thought that was brilliant. Well, do your best more. Do your best more. (laughs) Hey, more of the time, do your best. Otherwise, it's not going to happen in the next life. (laughs) (laughs) And I think. But your mom said no to marry him in the next life. Well, if he steps it up and does his best more, he might have a chance. Jim, you need to do your best more, dude. Yeah, she's a, a hot ticket. She's a hot tamale, hot Woo! ticket. But then I told my mom that she might not even like men in her next life. Yeah, she could be a man who who likes men, even, or doesn't like she men. She could be anything. That's she could the be thing. a dragon. Louise Hayes says that we've, like, I guess it's dependent on how many times we've, we've come around. We've been all but of we've them. We've been all genders and all sexualities. Like yeah. we're we're coming to experience. We're if coming back s- to experience all of it. If you're a straight man, you've probably been like a female sex addict who just wants the dick twenty four seven. You know. And that's why we're all on the spectrum of everything. There's yeah, a giant truly. spectrum, and all of us are on it. 
and it's okay if you're on a side of it, you know, but it's like, it is a spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. For everything. Good stuff to check the pulse on, too. Just check in, watching porn, just check out some different stuff. But I don't know, porn's not even good for the brain, is it? I don't know. Interesting don't conversation, know. masturbation, yeah. porn situation, you know? Yeah, it is. You gotta, it's like, you know, you're smart. We're sentient beings enough with the self-awareness and the stimulus and the tools enough to do it. You're not going to not do it. You're not going to take that away from the monkey. Yeah, I think the main thing with porn is that you should be watching stuff that people create because they want to create it. Yeah. So you have to be aware of where you're watching it from. And you should support your Sup porn creators. Go like, to OnlyFans. Yeah. Five, seven bucks a month. Just like, like we they say, want support. to provide a service and yes. they are doing that. And then you can pay for that service. I think that's totally. It's that, totally that, that, cool. It's like, actually ethical porn. It's fucking dope. Yeah. I don't. I, I like some porn every now and again. Yeah. Check out some visuals. Yeah. Peep the scene. So I don't think. Yeah. It's I don't nice think to do it, it with your mind. Bad, too. But you definitely like. It, it kind of just depends on how your relationship with it is, I guess. So, like, you just have to look at yourself and be like, morning hmm. times, day times, night times. Yeah. Just got to figure is it out. Is this, you know, taking away from the rest of my life or is it adding to it? Terry Crews was addicted to porn. He came out to talk about it. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I rolled this joint Seems now. cool, that guy. Yeah, very sweet. Helps with. Uh, the whole world's masculinity when someone who's such this this spitting image of what men consider masculinity to be is like vulnerable and yeah. open about pain and facing yourself no no matter who you are no matter how tough you are literally that's Mike Tyson's thing like it's like you can be the baddest motherfucker on earth like he is and you still gotta face yourself you still gotta go back and face yourself it's good shit one more time I'm using um Ozone Oil by Loved by Hollis. Yes. I've been using it on. <laughs> I just like smashed my finger into a brick wall by accident. When? Why? How? Uh, last week. Where? I was taking off my yoga outfit at the studio <coughs> and it's their exposed brick wall and I like flung my out my top off like, cause it's sometimes hard to get your bra off after you've sweat so much. <laughs> so sometimes you have to use a little bit of force and the way that like it popped off at one certain point, my hand went moving and I, and I hit a brick wall with this knuckle. But honestly, you know, the where was their exposed brick wall in the change room? Like near the front, near the showers. Um, but what I found really fantastic about ozone oil specifically this was a deep pretty deep cut so it's i think it definitely has helped it heal faster Jeez. but the um it helped like the like initial like swelling mm -hmm. of it like it mm. helped it feel less vulnerable you know when you first cut it's yourself special. and you um it's like it's fuck anything, anything like you hit it on anything and you're like, shit, like, ouch, that hurts. I feel yeah. like I, I ha had more durability out of this quicker. Yeah. Like even like hangnails kind of get up. like, um, swollen, like, you know, hangnails get like swollen and hardened up, especially when they start to scab. This just like relieves that like surface tension of like that pain. And that's what it's 
pain is from that tension, you know? Like, if you live out in the wilderness and you get bug bites, you oh need God. this. You absolutely Yo, need it, it. It immediately zaps away, like, any form of physical discomfort like burns like i burn myself just put it on yep i've burned myself with my uh curling iron before and it helps right away i think that's what i'm trying right to say away. like it's immediately bizarre. it helps like i'm just touching it on my on my like cuticles and on my hangnails now like literally this has been low-key like bugging me almost this whole time and like all day and i just finally put some on now and it's like it's yeah. It's bizarre. Like, it's almost bizarre how good it is and yeah. how much it helps your everyday life. Because if you can eliminate those little aching pains, you're in a better mood. You're, you you breathe easier. You know, we talk about all this mindful shit, but if your lower chakra isn't met, if your needs aren't met, if you're in fucking pain, it's very hard yeah. to, to raise your, your awareness. So, Two ingredients, olive oil, ozone, O3. Uh, I've seen video of of him, Scott. Scott, our good friend. The love of Scott is also in this, and the love of Hollis is in this. Yeah. Um, of how this is created, and a small bottle, it takes a long time to infuse this olive oil with ozone. I don't know the exact scientific product. Uh, <coughs> we'll we'll get, extremely valuable. We'll get Scott on the podcast at some point yep. to talk about it. Yeah. Um, He's a very inspiring yeah. guy. He... Uh, I'll let him tell his story. Yeah. But like, it's absolutely incredible and inspiring. And we encourage you to go get some oil for yourself. He ships all around the world. Mm-hmm. We'll put his website, yeah. which is lovedbyhollis.com, but we'll put it in the description. And um, <coughs> another little quick shout out, <coughs> our friends at Alchemy Gold. These, yeah. b- these brain boost psilocybin microcubes are just perfect for daily dosing. And it's a microdose and... Just puts you in a beautiful, clear state of mind and raises your mood. And that you got to create a relationship with it, just like any stimulant, right? Just like even when you first start drinking coffee, it's like, oh, that's real good every day for like a week. And then you're like, hey, I just, you know, back off for a minute, see what it's like without it, and, you know, gear your relationship with it. But. Ultimately, these have been very helpful for consistent periods of time, like for like a week, you know, I'll do one week on, one week off, or maybe just when I feel like I could use an extra little boost or days when you know that you just got to really focus and perform. These are super helpful. And um, I almost experienced like such levity that when I didn't have them, I felt like it was a little heavy. But then I took a couple days off, and uh, now I just do, like, whenever I feel like uh, I could use a second coffee, it puts you in a nice space where you're enthusiastic, you know? It puts you in an emotional space. That, that's the best, easiest single word I could I could use about it. But, yeah, these milk chocolate cubes are awesome. Yes. So, um, Alchemy Gold, hit them up on instagram or ask us for a link but yeah that chocolate has been awesome as well yeah 
So thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to our listeners. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank to you, you guys. New. Fucking fun. Good hang. This is yeah. We're moving. We just we said today we just wanna we just wanna uh, bring joy and love. So and be silly. Create things. So go listen to that song. It's fun and silly. <coughs> oh, and love. Love uh, love someone extra today. Yeah. Give some head or something. Or just some eye contact, a listening <coughs> ear. Oh, yeah, that's good, too. A hug. For sure. Just some extra. Infuse your love into someone's life today. And then if everyone does that, ooh. Mm. That's going to expand. That sounds nice gonna to me. It's going to grow. Okay, thank you guys. Love, be well. Happy. Turn around and show them the area where we shot Love at at nighttime. You probably can't recognize it, but. Hey, Wynn! Oh, my. <laughs> yes? We, uh, we got a new thing. Oh, right. We need to tell you about our new thing. Support the show now on Patreon and get a bunch of private perks. This is where we shot Love. You can't even see, though, probably. Here. That's my shadow. Okay, bye. Discipline Stoners! The gateway drug to mindfulness. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit.